Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? Welcome back to another episode of Confluence, the lifestyle, a playground to connect a community of women by using our gifts, skills, and talents. We have said goodbye to June until 2021 and said hello to July. I'm like, July-in, <laughs> get it, July-in, like you lying. Listen, listen up, July. Just come in here, sit down, and don't touch nothing. If they ask you if you're hungry or you want something to drink, you tell them, no, thank you. <laughs> Listen, that was the whole speech my mama used to give me when we were in the car, when we were on the way to her friend's house, right? Like, don't touch nothing. Don't look at nothing. Sit down. You know, just be cute. Sit on this couch. And I was like, okay. And as soon as they would ask, I will open up the floodgates. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Especially if they had Oreos and snacks because my mom did not believe in processed food. So listen, July, don't be like me. Believe it or not, I was kind of bad. I always had to test the waters and push the envelope, and I turned out fine. So guess what, guys? Regardless of what happens, we will be okay. Everything will turn out fine. Please believe that. Because, listen, I can't take no more. How was homecoming is canceled? Fourth of July fireworks canceled? Essence Fest canceled? Austin City Limits Festival, canceled. My summer trip overseas, canceled. And I don't know if I could take no more. But what's not canceled? Your promise and your possibility. So stand on that. Stand firm on that. I hope you had an opportunity to listen to last week's episode, I Too Sing America, Raising a Black Son in Today's Society, with confluencers that are mothers. It was very powerful, yet necessary. Sometimes we think we're in this struggle alone, only to know that you're not. There is a community of women that will support you. Guess what, y'all? Your community is here. Learn to lean on each other. It really does take a village to raise a child. That's the old African proverb that we have literally forgotten about, but it takes a village. You cannot do this on your own and just lean on your sisters. Sometimes this struggle gets so daunting, so heavy, especially with our sons, because they're more than a hashtag. We have promise, we have possibilities, and a hope for a future for them. Hashtag, they are more than a hashtag. 
With so much negativity in the world, senseless deaths, corona cases increasing, hospital beds decreasing, social distancing along with physical distancing, it is hard to find a bright spot. It's like a plant in darkness. After a while, it refuses to grow or even bloom. If a plant doesn't have enough light from the sun, the photosynthesis process slows completely down. Plants need light in order to convert it into energy. We are the same exact way. It's hard to bloom when you have things blocking you from your light that is within. My guest today knows far too much about blocking your bloom. Why? Because she's a former bloom blocker, a domestic violence survivor, and the mother of an angel baby. Ladies of Confluence, let's welcome and whoop it up for Mary P., the bloom coach. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hello. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> How are you? Listen, it's Friday, and I'm going to do something <laughs> great today. Yes, today. Amen to that. Amen to that. Okay. Because if you try to look at the big picture, you get lost. But if you just take it day by day, second by second, minute by minute, you know, you can get some Step things achieved. Step by step. Yeah. The power of one. Step by step. Okay. Yes. Well, thank you for coming on to Confluence the Lifestyle, where confidence meets influence. I am so happy to have you here. I'm happy to be here. We connected in Atlanta because we were chosen as the fearless authors in the Fearless Arthur Tour. And we immediately connected. Yes. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Because, you know, listen, you remember how I came in, don't you? Yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> yes, I do. I do. Listen, it was a lot going on. And I suffer from anxiety. And uh-huh. I, you know, my, it didn't, my anxiety did not match my expectation. Uh-huh. uh-huh. The reality. It's just like, okay, what this is a free for all. And I, I don't like that type of atmosphere. It, it does something to me. And I was already yeah. dealing with things, you know, my grandmother passed three days later. And I, I remember thinking I should have took my tail to Dallas to be with my grandmother. This is what I get. That's what I was, I was beating myself up and I feel like I didn't maximize myself at that opportunity, but I met some amazing women and you are one of those ladies. Well, thank you. I was, I was immediately uh, attracted to your spirit. Like even in the midst of all that you were feeling, your spirit was still so, um open and and warm even in the midst of it all even in the midst of it all listen 
listen, listen, we all really had to lean on each other because I think we were all trying not to say, but we was all uh, like, eh, listen. like, this ain't, <laughs> listen, sis. And like, it was like at the beginning, I think we all were expecting, you know, this grandiose type of situation. And I'm uh -huh. not knocking anybody because you got to get it how you live. But when we yeah. all started to like connect, like we wasn't scared, it was like, yay. Yeah. We all was. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just, I just appreciate you and Nicole, um, who I also had on the podcast for just literally y'all both were Baltimore DC sisters and y'all just took me in. Like I, I needed that. Like I just, I needed to be, uh, insulated, you know, cause I felt isolated when I walked yeah. in. I'm telling you, it was like free for all. Like, oh, this is my time. Oh, I was like, wait a minute. Like I wasn't huh? expecting this. I just, I was yeah. not. And that just, oh girl, that did something all the way to my black soul. All the way. <laughs> so, <laughs> I totally feel you, but that, you know, that also goes into how we, my husband told me this all the time. You can't go into things with expectations because then you get disappointed. But it's, it's hard to manage that sometimes. Well, I, I'm going to tell you that the setup was great, right? Like, uh -huh. the setup was great. I was ready. Like, if the setup wouldn't, wasn't going to be great, I would have still been, been in Texas. But sometimes yeah. you just kind of got to go and see what the end is going to be. Exactly. And it didn't turn out like we wanted. But like I said, I met some dope women with some amazing stories that's doing things and yeah. I'm like hey let's connect and so yep. I didn't get nothing else out of it I feel like I got some great friends all over the world yep I totally agree so we just started talking about how we met tell everybody who you are and what's your story well, first, my name is Mary Patterson. I am an author and life coach. I am the author of Don't Block Your Bloom. And I know your mind probably goes straight to Don't Block Your Blessing. But no, that's not what it is. Don't Block Your Bloom is more about um, tackling and confronting those internal blocks that's created by Trump, by past trauma, both big and small traumas, um, just pushing past those blocks so you can live the life that you desire to live. Um, I wrote this, I tell everyone that I wrote this book out of obedience because as you know, I share some intimate moments in the book and I share my truth, my truth about domestic violence, my truth about how I was, I was just in depression. I, I didn't want to do anything. I didn't know who I was. I was settling for the low of the low of the lowest. Mm, and the low of the low, baby. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> we think that's why we can get that's why we settle, but keep Girl. going. <laughs> we'll, we'll touch on that. <laughs> but you know, and, and giving giving birth to a stillborn baby and, and just getting through some of my valley moments and how how tough those moments were for me. Um, so I knew I had a powerful story. Um, and I knew that other so many other women can relate to it. So um, I felt God pushing me to write this book. This was nothing that was on my to-do list. <laughs> it mm. wasn't on my goal list. It was something, and that's how I know it's purpose. Cause there's nothing that I set out for myself, but I'm getting so much fulfillment from it because so many people, so many women are 
it's helping so many women. So many women are being delivered from it, are, are getting out domestic violence situations and just living their life and healing and, and you know, pushing past those internal blocks. So, yeah, that is who I am. <laughs> that is who you are. It is our situations that make unique stories because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, I always say there's power in storytelling. Um, yeah. Because sometimes you think I'm the only one that's in it. Mm-hmm. Domestic violence. Um, I want you to tell everybody what the definition of domestic. Because some people don't think, oh, that's not domestic. Oh, he's not hitting me. That's not yeah. domestic violence. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, he pays all the bills. So I'm going to suck this up. So it can't be. That got to be love, right? So mm-hmm. tell the listeners what domestic violence like you said, like you said, we oftentimes think that physical abuse is all domestic violence is. So it's mental abuse, it's emotional abuse. You have those narcissists; they know how to play on your emotions. They they seek your weak spots and they and they manipulate you to the point where they know how to gain control over you, and to the point you don't even know they have control. Mm. So. So it's important that we pay, we one, get to know who we are to at our core. And so we know when someone is trying to play with our emotions, especially when you're dabbling in sexual relationships and stuff like that, because that sexual exchange will get you lost, honey. I'm telling you. (laughs) You so DC. You so DC. Girl, I'm glad that DC just came out. Get you lost, honey. Yes, sis. Yes. It will. It, it it will. When I tell you, sex will mess your girl. Like I can stay there for ten minutes and talk about it because sex will get you so lost that you think that is love. You know, like you will think yeah. that that lusting situation is a loving situation, and it's not. You up here just feeling good for a moment. I've had sex in my past and like still feel lonely afterwards. Like. You know, mm-hmm. is he going to act right now? Is is it yeah. going to be better? after? Yeah. Like, man, listen. Law, sonny. L-O-O-O-O-O-O-S-T. sonny. Yes. So I want us to, to realize that domestic violence is not just physical abuse. But it's it's people that's taking advantage of, of your emotions, of your weak spots that they see. That's that's domestic violence because you have to treat people how I mean you have to show people how you want to be handled. You have to teach people how you want to be handled. And if you can't handle me properly, look, I don't need to be there. And I that's in friendship and that's in, in all relationships. Man, they say domestic violence is up during COVID. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? Like here in Houston, we've had a man. Um, oh. I mean, he was a officer of the, you know, of the law. And I think they said the story was, but nobody knows because both parties are now deceased. But the oh news God. said that um, she wanted to leave him. And mm. um you know, she ha- was building her business. So she was finding her strength. She was finding her wings. She was starting to bloom, according to the news. And her husband took her life. And then he wow. turned around and took his. Can we talk about that for a minute? 
Oh, that breaks my heart. That breaks my heart. Um, mm. Why do we think that it's high during COVID right now? We're in quarantine. So you there's you're in the space of your abuser 24 seven um there's no break I mean my husband is a gentleman and there's times where you know I wanted to curse him out to be honest but it, 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 it was not it's not that break break people who are in domestic violence but they get away from their abuser to go to work you know they get away from their abuser to to go to the store or whatever it is there's no break. So you're around this person 24-7. You don't have to get out the house. You're dealing with all types of emotions. I just, oh, that story broke my heart. Um, So it's just, uh, even the children are being abused. You know, some mm-hmm. are quarantined. So it's that's even domestic violence situations. So I, I I honestly don't know why it spiked, but the only thing that comes to my mind is because you're you're in this space with this person, you have no breaks in between the abuse. Mm. So is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. I am a kid survivor of domestic violence, so yeah. for me, you know, you act one way, mm-hmm. I'm out of there. Mm-hmm. Um, because I remember what my mom used to look like or mm-hmm. how it used to affect her or, um, how it would even make the dynamic of the house shift for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, 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 the, 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 the dynamic of the, the energy of the house is shifted. It went from uh-huh. vibrant to, oh my God. Yeah. So, you know. I, my heart goes out to people that, that feel like that's the best way to survive. So can you talk about your survival story for a minute? Sure. Um, what made so, you just bloom? Yeah, come on, let's talk about yeah, blooming. So I, I tell, when I tell this story, I always start with my son because I feel that he saved my life because I felt that I had to get him out of, away from the situation, if not myself. Um, so he saved my life. Um, this man started off sweet as pie, you know, and which they all typically do. And, you know, they, they, the representative is there. So, um, you know, sweet, everything. The the abuse actually started when we were friends. So I just remember sitting in the car and I had said something probably been smart knowing me I said something like I'm not your girl and that that rubbed him the wrong way and he smacked me across my face but there was something in me that was attracted to that behavior so this is this, I had to deal with that part of me in order for me to attract better mm-hmm. um, so you know, that was the red flag that I ignored because something in me was attracted to that. So we went on, um, became a couple, and I got pregnant uh, with my daughter. The abuse didn't start. It was the mental abuse. It was the physical abuse, more the mental and emotional abuse. Um, you know, just imagine you as a woman, you're pregnant, and you have morning sickness. 
and and you have someone over your back just speaking down on you, you know, calling you all types of names and, and things like that. That's the mental abuse. And that's the stuff that we, I, I look at those as seeds. People are planting in you. And when you're constantly in this situation, you begin to believe some of the things that are being told to you that you're hearing constantly about yourself. Um, so I carried my child for nine months full term. She passed away a week before our, her due date. So, you know, I had the baby shower, her room was set up and everything. Um, so I still, that wasn't, that wasn't enough for me to leave. Um, the doctor say they don't know why she was, she passed. She was in my heart. I knew, but I couldn't say anything. Um, that still wasn't enough for me to leave, to leave him. I went on and got pregnant again. We got into an argument and I remember walking away from the argument and he kicks me in my back and I'm just like, if I stay and fight, I'll probably lose this baby too. So that was the end of it. I was like, I have to save my child, if not myself. So that was my exit. And wow. I think, you know, that I have a story that I made it out, you know, just like the story you just told me, she didn't make it out. And it's so many women who do not make it out. And, you know, it's not, I always get the question, what would you tell a woman uh, who wants to leave a domestic violence relationship, but just don't know how? And to me, that is a hard question to answer because it's not always easy for every situation. Just like you told me, the lady, she wanted to leave. She was getting herself together. She was finding her power. And as soon as she got the strength to leave, she got killed. So everybody don't, they don't have that easy exit strategy. So um, that's my experience with domestic violence. And it took me the journey uh, healing. So I say leaving, once I was able to leave, that was the easy part. It was the aftermath, like getting mm. myself together. That was hard. So, yeah, that's that's my story and my experience with domestic violence. And, you know, I one day I aspire to have safety houses for women who are in those situations so how did you come and say i'm gonna write a book about it let's talk about the book so what's the title of the book again um the title of the book book is don't block your bloom um and that title <laughs> that title came with a lot of prayer and meditation and i just knew During my healing process, I had so many internal blocks I didn't understand, and I didn't know that was there. And even after I got married, I still had so much healing to to do because I was with a different type of man, and I was being shown differently, and I didn't know how to accept that because I I wasn't used to it. Mm. Um. So those were those internal blocks that I didn't even address because I didn't know of. Um, but the book, I I touched briefly on the domestic violence situation, but then I touch about the um, 
the blocks that I encountered, you know, just being during depression, I started to, to wear dark clothes because I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be heard. You know, I just wanted to, to just fade away to where I didn't bring attention to myself. Um, and the self talks I was having with myself, my temper, I was just angry person. Um, my thoughts were so toxic and negative that it was keeping me in such a dark place. It was draining me of all my energy. And I didn't know why I was so tired throughout the day at the end of my day until I realized it was my thinking that was draining me. And I had to break those cycles of negative thinking. I had to um, stop taking other people's, stop internalizing other people's issues and understand how others project their issues onto you. And in being in that abusive relationship, now I knew that's exactly what he was doing, projecting his mommy issues, his daddy issues onto me. Um, you know, he had unresolved mommy issues. Mm. He had some healing he needed to, needed to do when it came to his mother. So he had no respect for women at all because he had so much resentment towards his mother. Mm. Um, so now I'm able to see this big picture, but you know, of course then I didn't know all this. Um, but you just pick that's big yeah because you know we we will pick men we pick men because they look good or he's fine or Mm -hmm. he got green eyes or he make that money uh he drive a nice car girl he got that tesla Mm -hmm. you know he got that nice package in between his legs yeah but how's his character how's his character how's his childhood Mm, you know because i dated a guy or married a guy i'm now i'm divorced who didn't support my dreams Mm -hmm. you know uh he didn't believe that you know i had a god-given talent Mm -hmm. i i believe that what god has given me god has given me you know he might not have given that to you but he gave it to me and it was the issue i was it was unsupportive it was oh my god it was like he wanted me to be in a box Mm -hmm. he wanted me to be docile who docile me (laughs) <laughs> I ain't even docile when I sleep, you know. <laughs> so yeah, brother, that ain't gonna work for me. And so you know, um, I just, I just, I, I, I know people like why you know this episode because I like to educate the community um, on what really happens. I'm pretty sure there is a lady that lady that is listening who is going through something mm-hmm. and that needs to hear it. Hey, if she got out, I can get out too. Yeah. You know, I, I want people to know there is a way out. There you is. just have to create your strategy. Absolutely. And like you did, you, you got to make yourself bloom. You got to plant yourself and bloom. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. But that goes yeah. to like, your situation like also, you know, the, see, pay attention to what he's insecure about. You know, mm-hmm. he's kind of trying to cap your greatness so you won't outshine his. It's it's so many things that we just don't pay attention in people that we should or we don't catch on to. But just be be present enough and mindful enough to just pay attention. But I'm glad that you didn't allow anyone to put a cap on who you are. 
Well, that's how I got my story, you know, from the florist to the forest. Think deep for you before you leap because I didn't think deep. Yeah. I yeah. thought in desperation. When yeah. you deep think in desperation, it'll make you do crazy things. It'll make you do crazy shit. You know, yeah. like, okay, desperation meant opportunity. That's how I got my story, mm-hmm. right? Um, unresolved childhood issues, not thinking I'm worthy, not thinking I'm worth it, not thinking that, you know, God has somebody. I, I honestly thought that God had forgotten about me. That's my story. Yeah. Um, and and because I felt like God forgotten about me, I was like, God, I'm going to help you out just a little bit, just a little bit, not a lot of it, but just a little bit. <laughs> you like, I don't need no help. <laughs> and I was like, yes, you do, because take it so long, you know? And I always say, if you regret something, that's a sure sign you've made a mistake. Mm-hmm. And the next day, when we woke up, you know, after the wedding, I was like, what the hell have I done? Yeah. Felt- I wasn't even comfortable in that decision. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's a major decision. And I wasn't comfortable in it. And that's how I created my story from the floors to the forest, mm-hmm. where I challenged women to think deep before they leap. I like um, because I didn't. That's good. So what does it mean to bloom for you? For me, it means that I am very intentional about where I plant myself. Um, The people that I plant myself and the thoughts that I allow to, to, that I allow myself to hold on to, because I'm just going to be real. You're not going to be able to control every thought, but every thought doesn't need to take control of you. So, Mm. say that again for the people in the back with the cheap seats, (laughs) you know, the ones that's up in the nosebleed. (laughs) You may not be able to control every thought, but you don't allow every thought to control you. And that just means you may have negative thinking sometimes. You may find a negative thought here and there or whatever, but that doesn't mean that you hold on to that thought and you let it manifest into um, negative emotions. Um, blooming to me is it means that I'm intentional about growing, that I'm intentional about learning my lessons. You know, we go, we go through things and sometimes we repeating things because we have not learned the lesson. We have not taken the time to pull out the lessons in the situations. So I'm very known. I'm very intentional about the lessons, pulling out the lessons, because look, I'm not trying to repeat anything over and over. I ain't got time. <laughs> listen, that's like going to school. Like if I'm going to do this great, listen, I don't want to go to summer school. Or exactly. So I'm going to do everything I need to do. You know, like I tell it to all the kids that I teach. Listen, you don't want to repeat. You're supposed to move on. Like, ain't nothing like flunking. Like, oh, dog, you flunked. And then you have to come up with all of these lies. I I listen to the kids. They come up with them good lies, too. When you remember that time, like, no, dude, you just flunk. Walk in it. You know, the first thing is accepting. But you're right. I don't want to so I gotta get up in here and learn the lesson. Like, all right, God, let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, you and you gotta be real intentional about that. Like, it's not like, oh, uh, okay, God, you know, work that thing out. No, yeah. you gotta let your request be be known, made yeah. known. Yeah. Yes, and you know, if you find yourself going through the same things over and over, that's a sure sign that it's some lessons in there that you need to be learning that you're not quite getting yet. 
So I tell people every all the time, if you see yourself going in this in this hamster wheel, it's time for you to really sit with yourself and figure out what you're supposed to be learning in these moments. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Learn it. Learn it. Earn it. Learn it and earn it. Yes. But yes. so, I mean, I'm a bloom for me. It's, it's just becoming who you're supposed to be, who God has set out for you to be and being the ve- best version of yourself. And I always ask, I always like asking people, what does a woman in bloom look like to them? And I love that question because I've yet to get the same answer. It looks different for every woman, but it's always greatness. The overall is always greatness. And I appreciate that. Man, <laughs> yes. I'm glad that you bloomed. I'm glad that me too. you got out of that situation. Yes, girl, you <laughs> be confident with that thing. Me too. Okay. That's why I say, honey, when people say, Oh, you look so much better. That's the biggest compliment. I said, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. The older I get, the better I look. Yes. You know, because I think deep before I do a damn thing. You know, I'm not young. I'm not getting any younger. Mm -hmm. You know, even with my businesses, even by people I put on my podcast, I am very intentional. Um, They got to actually believe what I'm selling. Right, I am selling that confidence and influence is much needed in order to be great. Yeah. Right. And so the people that I put on my podcast, they gotta, gotta be intentional. You know what I mean? They gotta be intentional. They gotta be influential. They gotta walk in that confidence. That's why when I told you, sis, I'm loving this new branding. Because when I first met you, you had just don't block your bloom. Yeah. As your logo, but honey. I see you, baby. You 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 flourish, honey. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> that means a lot because that's hard work. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Let's talk about the business for a minute. Let's talk about the business. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of people, confluencers, they're listening because they're trying to get their, you know, they're building their brand. They're believing. They're boss babes. You know, I, 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 I'm really not a fan of the word uh, babe, but <laughs> hey, whatever, it's trending, you know. Uh-huh. But I like to call those ladies confluencers. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people think, you know, oh, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. Can we talk about building a business right quick before we sign off? Yeah. Um, it's, it's hard work. <laughs> there's some sacrifice, there's some sacrifice that's going to go into that. Um, the biggest compliment that I receive, it is not even someone giving me a compliment, but I take it as a compliment because they ask me like, do you have a team? And I'm like, no, I am the team. I pray every day that God sends me a team. Um, so you may have to be your own team, but that's the dedication that you're going to need in order to run your business. Cause at the, at the beginning stages of your business, it's just you, you're going to have to play every role. You'll be blessed if you have uh, people in your corner, that's just willing to help you with your things. So, I mean, make sure you're, you're doing it for me. I had to make sure that I'm doing it because it's, it's passion behind it, not for the coins because the coins, they're not going to come at the beginning. You got to make it something that you want to do and you're going to do it with or without the money. Um, Branding is very important. (laughs) 
just like she said that at the beginning it, I was just starting so I was finding myself in my brain and now that I got it I'm like okay this feels good listen to your spirit it, it, it communicates to you what feels right to you it does mm-hmm. it does because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm rebranding too that's kind of why I've been going real slow on social media because I'm you know rebranding about to launch um, the new look, the new website, the new pictures, the new everything. Yes. And and like you said, I do it because I love it. It's a God-given gift, yes. right? Like I have had a mouthpiece since I can remember. On my report card, listen, from pre-K all the way to my senior year, the number one complaint from every teacher is <laughs> this girl talks. Well, I was like, see, mama? That's my calling. <laughs> I love it. It came in handy. Yes. Okay? Yes. You like- no, in the know. I always knew how to, you know, like interview people. I was on a yearbook, you know, committee. I was writing for the school newspaper. Who knew that God was setting this up? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I do it with passion and zeal because that's who I am. Yeah. That yeah. is just who I am. And I do it, like you said, it ain't for the money. It's not for the money. I wish I can just, you know, let confluencers know at the beginning. Yeah, it's nice when you get those checks. But sometimes I speak for free. Yeah. Because yeah. I just want to share my story with somebody yeah. and hope and my story can affect somebody else. Change their mindset. Change their perspective. All right. Yeah. Okay. There's so many. Mary did. There's so many blessings come with that. Don't. Don't be above just the free stuff. Like you may have to do some free stuff at the beginning. Don't, and that'll come back to you tenfold. Believe me. Yeah, you you can't be God's given no matter how hard you try. Like mm-hmm. it sometimes it's not in checks, but yeah. sometimes it's I, in connections. That's important. <laughs> oh, that's important. Say that again. <laughs> yeah, that's sometimes important. it's not as in it's it's not in checks. You know, yeah, some people like I like those zeros behind my name, and that's great. But I have some bomb ass connections. Yes. And I just believe that one day we are all gonna unite and change the world. I believe that. Yes. I love it. So last question. My podcast is called Confluence the Lifestyle. And I call the ladies confluencers. Mm -hmm. What would be a good definition? from blocking your bloom of a woman of confluence a woman who takes her story the the pain the uncomfortability that she's experienced everything that she's experienced and she uses it to lead other other women to a space that she's discovered from it all um mm. Space that that she didn't know existed when she was going through it, whatever it is that she's went through and made it out of, um, just allowing other women to, just empowering other women and letting them know that there is a space for you after this, um, because a lot of times we go through things and don't don't even know that there is something greater outside of that thing for us. Um, so yes, that's that's what I would say a confluence woman is. Yes. <laughs> Tell everybody where they can find you, buy your book, your website, get connected with you. Tell everybody where they can find you. 
all my social media handles um it's don't block your bloom don't block your bloom.com or instagram facebook don't block your bloom well thank you sis for coming on confluence well thank you for having me i just love 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 your energy like Oh my God. And I have gotten to experience you in the flesh. So I know this is real. Like this is you all the time. <laughs> this is me all the time. Yes. That's something else that I'm walking into over the top. Like, you know, somebody gotta be over the top because I sure ain't under. And, and you know, yes. as long as I'm above the ground, I will promise. I, I'm gonna always, when I get to heaven, I want him to say, girl, you did that. I have a new yes. hashtag that I created. When in doubt, turn it out. So, yes. you know, shift the energy. Like, you know, like, oh, oh, I, I like, listen, he gave people confidence. Look yes. adversity in the eyes, say, I, it's me and you, boo. So, yeah, yes. this is me all oh. day long. I, I can't, I, I have tried to minimize it for people. No, no, no. And I promise. <laughs> you, you got uncomfortable, right? What? I got uncomfortable because uh -huh. that is just, and let me tell you, I also minimize it when I am overanalyzing everything. Mm -hmm. I have a tendency when I get in relationships to like try to dilute mm -hmm. this a hundred. No, I'm a thousand proof. I have tried to dilute myself and I am so miserable. And I'm like, Saito, yeah. I don't think you really know who I am. I think you are in love with a phenomenon and like I need you to know the person. Mm -hmm. Like I like, yeah, this this who I am. This it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go big or go home. Go big or go home, <laughs> sis. You. And the next time I'm in DC after this coronation is over. Yes. Yes. Please let me know when you're here. Because I'm, I listen. I, I love DC. I love the chocolate city. <laughs> I love the chocolate city. Chocolate city's pretty good to me. <laughs> yes, I love it. All right, sis. Well, you enjoy your day. I appreciate you so much. Thank you for having me. Wow. Just wow. Thank you, Mary P., for helping us unblock our bloom so we can grow and flourish. Ladies of Confluence, let's go like, follow, and share in her journey. She was a complete blessing to me the day we met. I will never forget her. God knows who to send in your time of need. You heard her say she had to break those cycles of negative thinking. If not, it will completely, utterly drain you. Stop internalizing other people's issues. If not, you will start to project them on those things that are not of yourself. Stop blocking it. Start blooming. Man, what a mighty word. Let's place that collection plate and sing that hymn of benediction. Just want to praise you. Mm forever yes god i gotta praise you because i too was a bloom blocker and i still struggle with it but i now know my worth and i just start pruning picking throwing it away because i know god gave me a light that i must shine so i can continue to bloom again thank you i appreciate you so much sis 
And please believe if I'm ever in D.C., which I know I will be, I'm going to reach out so we can do dinner after this coronation. I found this poem by Crystal June that is so befitting for this episode. Bloom, bloom. My spring is not determined by your winter's end. Bloom, bloom. I'm blossoming all on my own. And I'm more beautiful that I'm alone. Bloom, bloom. You know, I'll never let you soil my flower bed. Bloom, bloom. You're an ass of a man and I'm a daffodil of a woman. Bloom, bloom. Without you, I bloom, bloom. Well, that's it for me this week. I'm off to finish some projects around the house and cast my ballot during this early voting process. I vote because I need my voice to be heard. And it was too many people that gave up their lives so we can exercise this right. Until next time, be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week, Confluencers. Smooches! Oh yeah, don't forget, click five stars, give your girl a good review because reviews keep you relevant. Peace out. Thank you.